Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Nevermore Storytime. Today we have a fantastic collection of stories for your listening pleasure, but before we hop into that, I would like to hand it over to myself for a pre-recorded message. So, take it away, Raven. Welcome back, my lovely listeners. I hope you are ready, because today we have five paranormal encounter stories from Reddit. I know how much you all enjoy paranormal stories, and I enjoy telling them, so here we are once again. If you liked the video, please do be sure to hit that thumbs up button, that really helps me a lot, and please be sure to hit that subscribe button for more of the same content, uh, as well as content that is vastly, vastly different. <laughs> ah, anyway, I hope you all have a fantastic day, and all that said, uh, yeah, here are five paranormal encounter stories from Reddit. Enjoy. It was in July or June. It was late in the evening, and the sun was nearly set. I was sitting outside the back with my mother. I got up and walked a few feet over to the edge of a bank, and looked over to the side of our house. I wasn't expecting to see anything, but over by the hedge of trees, I saw a very distinct white orb. It was maybe the size of about three golf balls. Sorry if this is a bad description. But it was perfectly orb-shaped, and it was glaring white, like looking at the sun. I literally just caught a glimpse of it. It moved very erratically, and then it moved above the trees and under onto the other side of my neighbor's yard. The minute I saw it, it left, which makes me think that it didn't want me to see it. In total, I saw it for about three, maybe five seconds. My dad said it was a lightning ball, but I don't think it was just because I remember that summer I was reading a lot about aliens and paranormal stuff, and I was also feeling really bad and anxious and I think it's weird that I saw that after I had been looking into that kind of stuff. I honestly don't have a clue what it was, and I'm hoping that maybe someone here might know something, or have seen something similar. A close friend of my mother's used to live in a fairly large split-level home with an odd layout. After opening the front door to this abode, one would be confronted with a long set of steps that led to the second floor. The most essential parts of the house were on the second floor, but there were a couple of bedrooms on the ground floor. I had always found this place to be subtly off-putting and quite uncanny. Every time I visited it, I found its residual energy hard to shake off, so to speak. The feeling that it left me with would often bleed into the next couple of days. No matter where I was, my surroundings still felt like that house for a little while before the effect wore off. I experienced this sort of thing with most places I visit, but the aura of this house was particularly strong. When I was about five, my mother and I visited the home. After we were all settled in and my mom was having an involved and lively conversation with her friend in the kitchen, I had a sudden urge to explore every inch of the strangely configured house. The kitchen and living room were at the top of the initial set of stairs and everything else was to my right. I followed a long corridor with several dens and bedrooms on either side of it. There was also a large bathroom and a narrow set of stairs that led to the ground level. On the first level, there was a lot of cheap faux wood paneling, two small rooms, and another small bathroom. I remained in and around the corridor on the second floor for a while, and found seemingly endless things to explore. The house didn't even look that big from the outside, and I was baffled at the discrepancy between its interior and exterior. I wandered into one of the dens, which was the last room on my left. 
It had a lot of beautiful natural light and a fully mirrored wall which might have been a closet with sliding mirror doors. Next to the mirror, there was something hanging on a narrow wall that caught my attention. It was a stark white mask. It could have been painted wood, but it also might have been ceramic. Its face was round and had very chubby cheeks. Its tiny mouth was closed and had cherry red lips that smiled slightly. Its eyes were also very tiny and almond shaped. I interpreted the features to be male. This mask seemed notably out of place. The house was unusual, but its decor was typical of suburbia in the mid-1980s. It also had a nautical vibe because the husband of mom's friend was a sailor. The mask looked like it had teleported straight out of the 15th century of China. A more appropriate setting for the artifact would have been in a museum or at least a fancier house. I stood there and stared at it for a while, and gradually became a little lightheaded. I felt inexplicably drawn to its smooth, plump white face and Mona Lisa smile. At some point, Mom and her friend found me in the mirrored room. One of them asked me what I was doing in there all by myself, took my hand, and led me into the kitchen for a late lunch. In the following years throughout my childhood, I would sometimes think of the mask and fall into a brief trance-like state whenever it entered my mind. Sometimes I would dream of it. Nothing would really happen in these dreams, I would just be standing there and my surroundings would change. Often I would find myself in my parents' bedroom or wandering the split-level house. The aura of the mask would be present and I would feel slightly lightheaded as before. Whenever I dreamed of the mask, the feeling of the house and of the mask would be impossible to get rid of the following day or two. Sometimes I found it unsettling, as well as mesmerizing, but never figured out why. I can't remember how old I was, but between the ages of 7 and 10 approximately, I would ask my mom if she remembered seeing a mask at the split-level home. I would describe it in detail, and my mom would always look puzzled, suggest that I may have seen it at someone else's house, and assume that my memory was faulty. I asked her about it several times periodically throughout my preteen years, and each time, she would have no recollection of me asking about it previously. Without fail, she would suggest that I saw it somewhere else, and that my little five-year-old memory was unreliable. One day I was frustrated and asked mom to ask her friend if she ever had a white Asian mask with a chubby face and small red lips in her suburban home in the 80s. The answer was no. No one remembered this mask. Okay, so my family and I moved into an old house around six or seven years ago, and for a year or two everything was normal. However, when my little brother was born, strange things started happening around the house. I remember walking into the kitchen one day after school to get a glass of water, and I happened to look over toward the basement door. Right at the entrance leading down to the basement, I saw a black figure that was probably around four feet wide and six feet tall. I remember looking at the figure for 30 seconds, and then I looked away to grab my glass of water, almost forgetting what I came into the kitchen for, and then it was gone. Later in the evening, I told my stepdad about the experience that I had a few hours earlier, and he looked at me and said that he too saw the same exact figure earlier in the morning, in the same exact spot. We both still can't explain it, and it scares us even to this day. I'll have more of my experiences posted soon, and I would like some advice if you have any. I've known my house was haunted my entire life. My family knows it as well. My mom always told me, they can't hurt you. The entities have always targeted me as I'm an only child. I've seen and heard things that I can't explain all my life. 
They seem to enjoy my fear and feed off of it. They use the stairs to torment me the most. For years, I heard what sounded like someone walking up and down the stairs. I knew it wasn't apparent because I used to open my door when I was almost positive it was my dad and no one was ever there. Also, it would happen continuously for a few minutes or up to an hour straight. Up and down, up and down. It was different some nights. Sometimes it would be like someone was running up and down the stairs. Sometimes it would be like really slow and I could hear each and every step. I would always feel like it was coming to get me, and it always happened around 12 to 3 a.m. One time it was so loud I started crying out of sheer terror. I was too scared to leave my room and run to my parents, so I just sat in bed shaking, absolutely terrified. My parents said they didn't hear it the next day. I still don't understand how it didn't wake them up. It was as if someone was wearing heavy boots, stomping up each step. The first floor at night was another story, and that's where everything happened. As a kid, I used to sprint down, grab what I needed as fast as possible, and then run right back up to my room. It was terrifying. I always felt as if someone was standing right behind me watching every move I made. I would get chills and my heart would race. I tried to never show my fear, because I knew whatever it was, was enjoying when I was afraid. My friends were always terrified of my house as well. Going down for any reason was always a joint effort. They would never go downstairs alone. One of the worst experiences that has happened occurred one random night when I went down to get a snack. I was in front of the fridge, and all of a sudden a horrible feeling came about. It literally felt like someone was breathing down my neck. I felt pure hatred, like it really wished it could hurt me. I still remember the feeling. I sunk in fear and realized I had to run. I ran as fast as I could back to my room and closed the door. Not even a minute later, I heard it running up the stairs after me. I didn't sleep that night. I still get chills thinking about it. As I got older, I got used to its games and stopped feeding into them. I started to sleep with the TV on pretty loud, so I didn't hear the stairs. I've learned that I needed to completely ignore their attempts to stir me. If I got afraid, I would repeat over and over in my head for it to go away. I haven't experienced anything in years because of this. I guess they got bored from not getting a terrified reaction out of me anymore, since I'm no longer a kid. I'm just glad it stopped, honestly. There is a child entity in my parents' house that my entire family has seen except for me. I haven't lived there full-time in many years, but the sightings started years before I moved out. The first time I heard of this boy who supposedly lives in the house was roughly 12 years ago shortly after moving in. My little brother, five or six at the time, claimed he saw a dark-skinned boy in the bathroom wearing farm clothes. My brother only told my mom the story. Months later, my sister, 11 at the time, told my mom she saw a boy playing with her toys. What really scared us is that both siblings had the same description of the boy that they saw, but neither sibling had spoken to each other about it. Since then, both parents and my other sisters, five family members in total, claimed to have seen and heard him on several occasions. He has never caused any trouble or acted maliciously. My house has no history, and we moved in when the house was freshly built. I don't know if I believe there's a spirit in that house, but I do know that my family truly believes it, and they aren't pulling a prank on me. If this boy is there, why do you think he never appeared to me? Alternatively, do you think this is some form of shared false memory between my family? Well, there you go, my friends. That was five paranormal experiences straight from Reddit. 
these are always fantastic stories, and I hope all of you, uh, all of you enjoyed them. That all said, if you did enjoy them, just look down below, because there will be links to all of these stories in order, as well as links to my Twitter, Facebook, and subreddit, and a page where you can submit your stories to me if you want me to read them for my channel. Also, adding on to the whole if you liked it thing, you could hit that thumbs up button. That helps the system see that people like my video, and from that, more people will see my video. It really does help this channel. And, even more to help the channel, you could hit that subscribe button. That subscribe button increases that number by one, and every time that number goes up by one, that's one more person that sees my videos, and that's one more person that can spread my videos, if that makes sense. Anyway, you can also leave me a comment. I love to talk to you guys, and I would love to hear from you. All that said, I hope you have a fantastic Wednesday and a fantastic rest of your week. Another collection video will come out on Friday, but until then, sleep well.